0: Faith and stability.
1: And total tranquility.
0: I'm building off your energy.
1: You listen to the enemy. You're my peace, not my enemy. My lover and my friend indeed. Together
0: we will grow the seed growing orgasmic energy. And we're back.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back.
0: Back again. Welcome to another episode of Orgasmic Vibes. I am Grant Michaels.
1: And I'm Queen Shay.
0: Yes, yes, yes Picking up where we left off Bringing the intimacy uh, Series to a, to a close With a different spin on it With a different spin We've been reaching out to people Talking to different folks Brainstorming And first and foremost No, we are not freaks <laughs> We just,
1: Somebody asked you that? Nobody asked me that
0: Maybe because your people know you <laughs> but um just exploring different things and and talking about different uh, you know different topics and subjects from the from the bedroom for man to woman but I want to be completely clear here intimacy is not just a bedroom activity
1: not at all that may be half the problem
0: exactly exactly most people that's their only passion in their relationship like how 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 far they can go with that, or how deep they can go with that. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, it's it's great.
1: It's important. It is. It's, it's vital. Not everything.
0: I mean, it is vital.
1: It's it, vital, but it's not.
0: It's not everything. Not it's really everything. not. I want to elaborate on intimacy in your entire life. Intimacy with first and foremost your God, having an intimate relationship there. Intimacy with your hustle your passion, your work, be it your own business or however you bring in the paper. Intimacy there. And obviously intimacy with your woman, but intimacy with your family, not just your woman, your entire family, having an intimate relationship in every sector of life.
1: I'm going to add one. Intimacy with yourself.
0: Oh, that should be Right on the guy, knowing mm-hmm. who you are, loving who you are,
1: self love,
0: self love. Matter of fact, let's start there. That's real.
1: It is. I mean, you know this this adult life is it's serious. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're young, you're like, oh, I can't wait to grow up. I can't wait to be this. And then you get grown, and you're like, man, that's a lot.
0: You ain't realize and, all the responsibilities your right. people have on a day in, day out basis.
1: It makes more sense now looking back. Why adults would say some of the things they would like, give me a minute, like, let me just unwind, let me relax. Like, that is a big thing, like, you know, especially working all day, depending on what type of hours or job that you have. um, That can bring its own type of stress. If you're a parent, now you're taking care of kids and just trying to keep up with life. So, just carving out time. And you have to be intentional about it, but self-love, like having a minute. That's why some people wake up and they meditate or they pray and they just have that time for themselves. Or maybe it's your lunch break or maybe it's at the end of the night. Um, Whenever it is, even if it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, some people do it in the form of fitness. They go to the gym, they work out. Nobody's really talking to them. Nobody's asking anything of them. What you are doing is for you. That self-love and that self-care makes you more whole. And the more whole you are and more sane, and I'm going to use the word sane, the better you can be in all of those other areas that you mentioned. Because if you're only like moving off of a fraction of yourself, that's tough. It's easy to get burnt out if you feel like you never get a break or you never just have a moment just to be. Just being is like a thing. Like that's a serious thing.
0: Give me an example uh, for the listeners. Um, what's what's some ways that people can get to know themselves better? For one, or if they do know themselves and they do know, because a lot of people know they're stressed out. A lot of people know they're wound mm-hmm. up because they got so much on their plate. So give me one ways one way to identify, and then maybe give me uh, a way to relieve or a way to. Get to know yourself better or relieve stress Or to decompress
1: Um, I have Some friends that they are Members in different ways Like they may be A member of like a dance group Or a step group and that's an outlet So you know Don't take what I'm saying as self love Meaning you have to be by yourself It's just time for yourself So if you're with other like minded people That also are on break You know say if you join a gym or if you join some workout group, just to be with other people, like, because you're not talking about your job, you're not talking about your kids, everybody just kind of laughing and enjoying and doing something else. You know, you get to communicate with other people and just feel like you can let your hair down and just enjoy it. Like, so that's an example. Go join, go join a group, you know?
0: Okay. That's, that's one. And, and, how can somebody identify um like what what's in an, 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 an issue or i is think when an you issue, but you get what i'm saying
1: you mean like how do you know you're in need of like that break or, or
0: someone cuz most people don't find fault in themselves mm-hmm. so like how can somebody identify like yes i do have self love or oh my god like maybe i'm not taking time for myself like if if that's even though i don't even know if you can put it in words but
1: How to identify, I don't really know, but I I know for me, just, I mean, social media is everywhere and we're all on there a lot. I tend to see a lot of posts about self-care. I see somebody getting a massage or I see somebody saying, oh, like, it's my time for my wine or they tell you their daily ritual. Sometimes it's just seeing it in other people. That's when you have that aha moment. Like, wait, it makes you question like, what do I do for myself? So... Maybe actually sense. looking into it, and then you will realize real fast you don't do any of those things.
0: Right, that makes sense. So f- for for me, um, I I'm the gym. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm very goal orientated. I think I've mentioned that before, but is I just I just want to reiterate how how goal orientated I am. And for me, the gym definitely is my time to unwind. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my three top goals for the year were. Um, to open my own business, well, let me go in order. First, to strengthen my relationship with God, uh, to get in shape and get back in shape, you know, um, and then uh, to open my own business. Shout out to uh, Granted Insurance Services. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so so, the gym does two of those things for me. One, obviously, I'm working out, but at one point, I used to be in the gym listening to a lot of, you know, hype music. You know, you mm-hmm. want to be hype for your workout. But now I listen to a whole lot of inspirational music. I listen to TED Talks. I listen to podcasts, like self-care. Mm-hmm. So for me, one, I go to the gym at 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So that's me starting my day um, positively, for one. And I get to have an hour and some change the moment I wake up in the gym praising God. You know, that mm-hmm. that's me. So... That's my. That helps my entire day. I realize if I don't go in the gym in the morning, my days because I've been doing it for going on nine, ten months now consistently, my days are thrown off if I don't go to the gym. Right. You know. So, I that that's kind of that's kind of my way of self care because I can't. We've said it before. I can't pour into you if I'm not pouring into myself. Right. And vice versa, you can't pour into me if you're not pouring into yourself. So, I just know me having that time to myself and accomplishing goals. I said I'm goal-orientated. If I'm not accomplishing some of my goals, I'm not checking off some of the boxes I set for myself. I know I'm not, I feel off. I can't mm-hmm. give you what I want to give you or, or I, I, I may throw my, I'm just off, right. just, just, just point blank period, I'm just off. So I know I got to take that time for myself. I know I got to stay on task to feel accomplished. So I guess that's my way. And I know you are somewhat in that same way. You
1: somewhat, but different. Um, I work from home, have for almost 11 years. So my self-care is the opposite because I do have a lot of alone time. That's not self-care for me. One might think, oh, you're home. Like nobody's really there for the most part. That's not self-care to me. That's just my normal environment. Anything I've been doing that long, it's not self-care. Like that's right. just my day and I'm working Doing housework, running errands, you know. Ordering Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. It's an
0: Amazon box on the porch, right? Um, Darn, nah, probably. It's
1: not, it already came. (laughs) Um. (laughs) So, for me, you know, more of my example, like hanging with my friends or when I can have time to carve out lunch, Um, I definitely have gotten better at me and one of my friends because she's also the same. You know, we make it a point now to schedule like we're going to do this, you know, like we did the stretch lab then scheduling our lunches and having that time to try different things and to just get out. And for us to just talk, not as moms, not as wives, like Mm -hmm. we're just out as friends. Like Mm -hmm. we've been friends a long time and just talking about us and how we can better ourselves, how we can move along. That's self-care for me. And you know, sometimes I'll hear her say something and then that will trigger something in me. So I more of my self cares with other people, whereas you interact with a lot of people. So your self care is not always necessarily with somebody else. But it's gonna look different mm-hmm. for each person. But again, you need to find whatever's gonna make you happy. And that may be some trial and error. You may have to try a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Like to find out, no, that didn't do it. Like, yeah, that was fun, but I still feel the same. So there's not a cut and dry answer to finding that and to figuring out what you need.
0: But the key to this is being intimate with yourself. For most people, I would assume, I could be wrong, but I would assume it's going to take some a long time if you don't have, if you don't really know yourself. Some mm-hmm. people stuck in their ruts and then keep in mind, it's, it's a fact what you were completely into 10 15 20 years ago is not necessarily what you're gonna be into now so it, being intimate with yourself um is gonna take a little a long time it's gonna take you figuring out what makes you warm and fuzzy inside you mm-hmm. know what what brings you immense joy you know what 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 clears your mind mm-hmm. you know what de- what decompresses all the stress right so that's the intimacy level we want to speak with today. on on, on well, one of the ones we want to speak on today. Because you can't fully give yourself to somebody else if you ain't somewhat healed. And it's kind of a popular topic now, but even going to speak to somebody, oh, some therapy. form of therapy yeah. is a great way to figure out, you know, somebody who don't know you is going to be judgment-free. You can sit back, just relax, kick back, and clear your mind. You know, just... But self-care, self-intimacy, being intimate with oneself, that's first. Um intimate, well, we should've went with the Lord first, but I wanted to you gotta know yourself to have a relationship with the Lord. So being intimate with God. Or on, whomever. Or whomever. Like whatever your religious belief may be. Um we, you know, we we believe in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in my house. Um, but being intimate with God, you know being a leader, especially from a man, if you the head of a household, um, I had to, to do some deep diving myself a couple, maybe like within the last two or three years. Because with knowledge comes power, but once you start uncovering things, it it, it make you question a lot. Mm-hmm. So in my case, and this isn't a religious podcast, I'm just, just speaking my truth, but uh, yes, we were raised to believe in Jesus Christ, but through knowledge, I realized, you know, um, Yahweh was the original version of Jesus Christ, so it had me questioning some things. so what I did um instead of seeking to f- have a relationship with Jesus, I seek to have a relationship with God, you know more so Old Testament, so to speak if, if you if you're trying to figure out what I am I saying, and through that my relationship with God was strengthened, but I can't properly be a husband to you, a father to these two kids, or a leader of myself without that relationship. So I had to intricately find uh, a relationship there. You know, it took a lot of praying. It took a lot of cutting certain things out of my life, you know. Um, Ain't nothing wrong with rap music, but it's real repetitive. (laughs) You know, it's a lot of shoot him up, bang, bang, you know, it's (laughs) a lot, (laughs) it's a lot of, you know, drug use and a lot of worldly aspirations in the music, ain't nothing wrong with it, if that's your thing, but I had to decompress from it a little bit, so I could have a stronger relationship with him, I know some of our listeners may know your boy from back in the day, and and everything I used to do and, and be a part of, but... Hey we grow We all should be growing And Mm -hmm. evolving So yes I I did used to Whatever Don't judge
1: me for my past
0: Don't Please don't Cause yeah But (laughs) But Finding an intimate relationship With myself Led to a Me seeking A more uh, intimate Relationship with God So I'm I'm the leader Of a household You know
1: Well and then also Mixed in with that The household part um, You know Opening that up To our kids You know they know on Sundays we go to church. My son is upset when he doesn't get to go to children's church because he's already enjoying that aspect of Mm -hmm. being around people his age and getting to know the understanding and him, you know, getting back in the car and being able to tell us at least summarize, you know, what they learn the way they learn it. And I said, it's not the same as us, but it's still great to see him doing that. So, you know, praying with the kids, Ooh, teaching them the prayers. That part. A uh, two-year-old, you know, is learning her prayers. So that's good to see. And she, she will correct you if you sit down to eat and you don't mm-hmm. pray. Um, She'll put her hands together. So it's mm-hmm. just, you know, doing those different things. Reading, you know, understanding. Because, you know, anybody can read a verse to you, but can you apply it to yourself? Do you understand what it's saying? And it's not always just one message. Right. Especially for me, like. Sometimes I feel like we go to church and I'm like, man, who told him what was going on in my head? So I think right. those messages like it's hitting everybody, but it's the way that it's applying to you. So just understanding it, um, you know, and and just it doesn't have to specifically be in a certain way. And I think people feel like, oh, like somebody's judging me if I don't go to church. Do what works for you.
0: Right. It's 2023. Right. Everybody's not in a, a brick and mortar church anyway. Right.
1: And However you gonna get it. Watch a live stream. You may have the Bible app on your phone. Mm-hmm. You may uh I know for me a lot of times I, I like to go back and listen to T D J say like, obviously I don't live there, I don't go to that church, but it's different people in the way if you can find somebody that can be relatable to you, mm-hmm. that's what you do. That's strengthening your, you know, intimate state of religion. Um I heard this one guy saying he struggled with religion and what to believe. So Mm -hmm. instead of just, you know, avoiding it, he took a different route. Like, you know what? I'm going to learn a little bit about the different types. And from that, he said he found his religion because he felt like certain things he could resonate. They they resonated with him. Uh, So whatever it looks like for you, like, you know, shape it to your liking and to your life.
0: So, with, with us, and even before, I, I was raised in, in in church, mother and father. Me too. We both were. One thing I took from my childhood that I immediately Im- implemented the moment we got married, before I leave the house every morning, we pray.
1: We pray together.
0: I pray for my family. I pray with my family every single morning. I've been doing that since the day I said I do. Now, it's that, that practice has been... Has, has been embedded on my children like mm-hmm. my son now if, if like when I was working for my previous company I took a lot of work trips even my son would lead prayer for my wife in the right. morning before if he we wasn't left, there if I wasn't there so have that intimate relationship with God it's gonna open up so many more doors for you it's gonna open up some moments of clarity that could either throw you in your purpose or show you your purpose in one shape form or fathom once you have that intimate relationship with, which, with, with God for yourself, then you and your spouse find will find an intimate relationship with God together, which will also open up a completely different door for y'all's relationship. I can't even I can't even say that it's, it's not gonna happen. It's going to happen. And like she said, just being more receptive to uh different things and more open, like growing up you know, we in the South. You know, black black religion and white religion was two totally different avenues. You know, how we went about it, how they went about it. Since we've been married, man, I can, like Pastor Steve Furtick, I would have never listened to Pastor Steve Furtick um, 10, 15, 20 years ago, simply because he was white. But, man, now, but right. now, I can honestly say, when we lost Roman, a verse I learned from, no, a, a sermon from, from uh Pastor Furtick is what got me through that. Um, that entire experience. And it resonates with me to this day. So I said that to say this. Sometimes you may have to take a different avenue to find your intimacy mm-hmm. with God. Like if people that grew up holiness, if that's all they knew, learning a different method of it could open up some, some doors for you. People that grew up AME. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, looking at a, a non-denominational view of it could open up different avenues. But all we're saying is this: once you find your intimacy in yourself, then connect that same intimacy to your to your God, and then into your relationship with your God, and watch how many doors that open.
1: All right, and fold your spouse in. So you mentioned the spouse, um, intimacy with spouse. You know, last three episodes were all about sexual intimacy. Obviously, this episode is non-sexual intimacy that still applies with your spouse. Um, Mm -hmm. celebrate your spouse. Mm -hmm. When your spouse have a win, you have a win, you know, don't just let that day go by or whatever their milestone moment is. Acknowledge that, like recognize them. Like that goes a long way. Like just knowing that you are celebrated, that you are appreciated. So communicating those things to your spouse or your partner that is verbal intimacy, you know?
0: The definition of intimacy is close familiarity, excuse me, (laughs) close familiarity, I can't even get the word out, familiarity and friendship or closeness. You need that in your relationship, like not even just celebrating understanding, Mm -hmm. Um, not finding fault, making sure that, whatever maybe they may be going through, it's not them going through it. It's y'all going through it. Whatever they're going through, be it positive or negative, it's the two of y'all going through it because my house is whole. So if my spouse is upset or going through something, most likely it's going to affect the entire house. So therefore, I'm upset or going through something. Mm-hmm. So to be her shoulder, to be her confidant, to be her everything in those moments... Good or bad is key to a, a successful relationship. Having those intimate moments, like there's times when, and I, I I ain't I'm not lying, I could be going through something, and I think I'm hiding it well from her. And her oh, spirit, original. exactly, her spirit will be like, okay, what's wrong? What's this? Blah blah blah. Your energy off. Blah blah blah. I would be like, dang, how, how you even? She's like, I just know. I sensed it. That's a level of intimacy every relationship should strive for. Where there's some people who sense something on the other spouse and now they're avoiding the other spouse. Like, oh, he going through something. Let me, let me go over here. I'm, 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 I'm going to let him have his little moment. Now nah, she throws herself into it to be like, okay, what's the problem? And she's, we're both solution based. So it's immediately what's the solution to whatever's bothering you type thing.
1: And that took some time just to interject. It wasn't always like that because I definitely in the beginning, you know, they call it pattern identification. So after you live with somebody, you're around somebody, and that could be your friend, spouse, partner, there are things you start to notice. And it's the same patterns of an attitude or the way they walk or the way they're talking, the tone of their voice. You start to know what mood they're in or that they are potentially going through something. And then, you know. Sometimes you can shy away. I know in the beginning I would shy away. Like, okay, maybe he had a long day at work. Let me just give him a little time to unwind before I ask him. Now I always would come to him, but I just would wait a little bit. But now it's more like, okay, what's going on? Like, let's go ahead. Like no need for you to be in this mood. You know, how can I help? Or maybe, or if his answer is, do you just want some time? Simple as a question, like, do you need me to help you? Or do you need me to give you time? But let me go ahead and ask you that. And that's fine for someone to say, yes, something is going on, but I'm not ready to maybe to engage in conversation about it. I still think they appreciate, um, you know, you caring and asking. So, you know, I always say two things, sympathy and empathy. Those are two things that you have to have in the intimate state with your spouse you know, everything is not going to be a high. It's not always going to be a celebration. It's going to be a lot of things that y'all go through. But being able to communicate about it.
0: Just being on the same page. And like she said, that that took time. And just to piggyback off that, of the last three episodes, somebody was like, man, you act like you and your wife. Well, y'all sound as if y'all just perfect. Uh, no, No. Um <laughs> So far from it. W- w- this is, we've been together for 13 years. We've been married for 10 so many, tri- like she said, trial and error. So many mistakes have been made. I'm, I know on my part, she say she made mistakes, but I ain't witness them. Don't but, believe him. <laughs> but I know so many mistakes were made on my part. And I strongly believe in a man don't make the same mistake twice. That's just something you're, you're supposed to learn from all your mistakes. So all from all the mistakes I made years, from the first time I met her in 2010 up until like 2015, 16, 17. That's when I had to fully learn from everything that I did wrong. And like, okay, how can I better myself to get us to this point? But that took intimately being with this woman, knowing her, learning her, and vice right. versa. Making sure I was, I was kind of closed. I want to say, for at, at the beginning, so she was trying to learn me, but I was hiding so much of myself or hiding different things from her. So when I finally started opening I think up, then he was for doing
1: her, a bad job. Of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was the man at hide and seek girl I don't play with me nah, but, like, <laughs> but um, through those trial and errors, once I finally opened up we and she was opening up as well and that's how we learned each other to get to this point you know
1: right these are all things that we have learned if we had a podcast in 2014 we would not have this content
0: it would have been all comedy it would have been no learning content it all
1: takes comedy. a while and, you know, for I mean, like I said, highs and lows, like you could go like two strong years and you feel like all oh, this smooth sailing. But in the next three years could be kind of rough, you know, with a lot of stuff happening. But that's your time of growth and, yep. um, and coming out of those things and then looking back on it and say, man, had we done X, Y, Z. But really, actually, had we known and done all those things, we wouldn't have learned anything. So I'm OK with going through stuff if we're going to ride it out together, but that takes the partnership and both people being willing to stay the course. Uh, so definitely don't take any of these episodes as us coming off as perfect. These are just things we'll learn. And this is where we are now at year 10. Mm-hmm. Like that's just where we at at year 10 of marriage.
0: A hundred percent. So, and, and, and the last, uh, well, before I even go there, I mean, let me stay on this on this on this uh, topic for a quick second. Um, when things go like I said before, every time things are smooth, I do realize at that point, okay, adversity is right around the corner.
1: Right.
0: And right around the corner. It never fails. And we're ready for it because, like I said, we have a rhythm of prayer. We have a rhythm of holding hands and facing adversity and going right through it. You know. So when things aren't as they seem, oh, we know we gonna get through this. It may be, you know. analogy I I, I heard before that I I like to use on the cloudiest, darkest of days, the sun is still shining Mm -hmm. and eventually the clouds will blow over or move and then the sun is still shining. You may not be able to see it or feel it, but the sun is still there. So we know that when things ain't going right, all right, cool. We just got to stay the course. You know, when things don't seem like they're the brightest, just know that the sun is still shining. You know, you might not be able to feel it or see it, but it's there. So that's just an outlook that we have towards everything that we go through. We done been through enough. We done seen some several several valley lows and I'm at, sure and there's a couple more times. Oh, I know they are, but <laughs> they that's what shapes us and makes us. So, but that's that's intimacy with your spouse on a different level. We ain't talking about the bedroom this time. We talking about their heart, their right. mind, their soul, their being. You know,
1: and we don't know it all. We haven't seen it all. Not a little uh, bit. We always tell y'all one of our sponsors is Be Educated educator has a course called Grow Together. I know y'all heard us talk about a lot of their sex courses. It is not all sex related. Um, but that course really is to help you do what we're talking about help you transform your bond with your partner and learn new intimate communication techniques and different rituals that will help deepen your love or amplify your communication. Um, they even have like a short snippet of it. That's about energy and breathing y'all breathing on the same wave wavelength to get insane with each, each other. Um, so definitely check out that course on beducated.com um, into orgasm to get your promo code um, but grow together. That is a really, really good course that can really change your relationship if you don't know where to start on deepening your intimacy levels with your spouse or partner.
0: Now, the last one I can honestly say that I want to speak on um, is intimacy in your friend, your, your 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 circle, your friends, your closest friends. Now, women they they have the the leg up on this one because. They're each other's confidants. Once they find a true friend, they're each other's confidants in this early. Forever. So they confide in their friends. They reach out to their friends. They have have levels of intimacy with their friends on a mental and spiritual level that a lot of men don't even open up themselves for. But how many times you ever was about to call your homeboy or even a cousin or somebody that you have that close friendship with? And they're like, dog, I was just about to call you. That's because y'all on the same wavelength. Y'all essentially got got a connection there. How many of us have a close friend that we have, and and I'm using the word loosely here, an intimate relationship with? Since I started this podcast, well, actually, no, uh, actually for the last couple of years, I got one or two friends that I can talk about anything with. And one of my close friends, hope you're listening. I ain't going to say your name, but shouting you out. Man, me and him have had the most in-depth conversations on marriage, relationship, God, and everything in the last five, six months. And it's the most beautiful thing that ever. Mm -hmm. Just the same dude, me and him, back yesteryear, back in the day, all we was talking about was the club or what trips we was taking or what women we were with. Mm -hmm. Now we talking about our spouses. Now we talking about how we raising our sons. Now we talking about ways to improve things for our spouses, and we talk about religion. We went to a, a pre that prayer breakfast. If you follow me on social media, you know I go to this prayer breakfast once a month. Me and him talk about that, so it helps us grow. He sees things for, on, on me that I don't see in myself and vice versa with him, so I know a lot of women have been doing that for forever, but men, you need to have somewhat of a and I ain't talking about just your homeboy that you ride and dying with. No, I'm talking about somebody that you can have intellectual conversation with, growth. You can see the growth in your friendship with. That's what I'm talking about. We don't. Women kind of already have that in, in some regard. I'm assuming mm-hmm. from what I've witnessed, but most men don't. Or they, if they do, they don't in, in, engulf themselves in that friendship. It's just because it's weird. Be honest. It come off a little weird initially because that ain't nothing what we grew up talking about. But I got. I actually. Honest, I can honestly say I now have a couple of friends that I have a, a mental intimacy relationship or well, intimate relationship with on a growth and spiritual level.
1: It's needed. And you want to feel like you have somebody that could give you sound feedback because you could be going through something and maybe you're going through something with your spouse. Then obviously you need outside sound mind and Sounds that's judgment mind. free. Like, you can call that person and jump right in. They all is listening and they're going to call you out. Like, no, now I I can see where you was wrong or, okay. I see where you coming from, but maybe they can give you some suggestions or maybe they've been through something similar and that's what you need to hear. Or if neither one of y'all have, then y'all can formulate a plan together. Um, but you're right. Females. Definitely. I think we do that off bat. My best friend always say my good friends are my soulmates," and I get what she means by that. Like, you're connected Mm -hmm. on a different level Mm -hmm. and you can just tell them, even if it's crazy stuff, you start off like, okay, this is going to be crazy, you know, but they know you and they know you coming from a good place. And it just feels good to be able to have somebody that you can talk to and that you know that somebody is there for you. That is also a part of self-care. Like I said earlier, my self-care is through my friendships. Um, so they kind of go hand in hand for me.
0: 'Cause like you say, you need that outside set of eyes on you that's that's willing to tell you, all right, look, you're doing the most. Somebody with logic thinking, mm. you know, not somebody who's a yes man or a yes woman. Somebody who can hold you accountable for your actions and logically give you sound advice. That's that's key. Grow those relationships. Like and I'm and I'm gonna say this in closing. Um, let's say you do have a person that you would like to have that form of friendship with. Bring up a topic that y'all may have never discussed. Something on growth, something on spirituality, something on making money or something advancing your current position and see how the conversation goes. If it's a intellectual conversation after that, grow that. Don't let that seed just, just sit in the soil. Mm-hmm. Water it, nurture it, fertilize it, grow it and see where that goes. I don't care if it's just how to be a better parent? How to be a better employee? How to start a business? How to grow your relationship with God? Whatever that may be, start that conversation. That's what that's there's no either or neither this week. That's your your homework <laughs> or your <laughs> right. challenge. You know, try to find any of these areas that you feel like you need to tap into. You know, more intimacy with yourself to figure out who you are and what's your purpose. More intimacy with your God to figure out. You know, that that's going to open up so many doors right there. Having a deeper level of intimacy with your per your partner, you know, with with your spouse, you know, growing mentally, spiritually, emotionally there, and then make sure you have a confidant or a a, a, a friend that you can bond with, that you can grow with, that you can have a an intelligent conversation or an advancing conversation from your current position. Mm-hmm.
1: And we're gonna leave
0: you with that. Go be intentional about intimacy. Oh yeah, go be intentional. And don't forget about Beducated.com to get a couple courses.
1: We vibing out.
0: Peace.